Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 17th. As we head into the weekend, coming off a fun Phillies victory, I'll give it to him last night. A a what seemed like it was gonna be just the worst night of baseball you could possibly watch it ended up being pretty fun. As the Phillies go down seven nothing, and then all of a sudden they're winning seventeen to eight. <laughs> One of those nights they get seven back right away, and then pour on more. And it was just a wild baseball game as the Phillies just. The bats kept coming, the Phillies and Cubs basically exchanged seven run innings, and then the Phillies just kept on scoring. And a big win. The Braves get rained out last night uh, against the Rockies. That is interesting because that series is over, and they have to make up that game. Like, that game will probably matter. It won't definitely matter. Look, the Phillies could finish you know, two out, and it won't matter. But the game really might matter. And... Uh, Colorado have to go back there and play a random game and all that. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But uh, Phillies sitting, entering the weekend, three games back in the National League East, two and a half games back in the wild card, two and a half back of the Cardinals, who are the wild card leader, and uh, they are one and a half back. Of the Reds and two behind the Padres. So in it, but also three teams to get past. We'll dive into it all. We'll look at you know yesterday's game and really look ahead to the weekend. A massive weekend of baseball. It really is a super important weekend for your Philadelphia Phillies. Again, it's um you know, it's one of those things where it's it's hard to fully allow yourself as a Phillies fan to buy in on this right now. It has felt this season has felt over so many times, so many times. And, you know, I've come on here and done shows talking about, oh, that was it, now in the coffin. And then they kind of just hang around and hang around. And they're, so, you know, three back with 16 to play. Like, that's probably not enough. Again, we know it can be enough. We've seen it be enough. But it's probably not. You know, it's, you know, to be three games better than the Braves over this stretch isn't easy. But again, it could also, it, it sometimes it just sneaks up on you and the numbers don't mean anything anymore, right? Like four games in, the Braves lose three, the Phillies win three. It's like, oh, it's tied. How'd that happen? You know, and I don't expect that to happen, but it, it can it can change quickly. And they're certainly squarely in it. And it, uh, again, I think because they've broken our hearts so many times this season and obviously... Added to that, the 
institutional history that we have as Phillies fans where, you know, certainly the last decade we are so beaten down and so ready to be punched in the gut every time that we're we're almost expecting it. And I think that's what's kind of making it hard right now where, you know, it's funny because, you know, we've had a team that was in it for large portions of the season the last three years and then fell apart at the end. And obviously last season, I, I just, I throw last season out the window. Yes, they could have won one of their last eight, but they were under 500. They just weren't good. But um, throwing last year out of the two years prior, you know, one of those things where um, right now it, I just feel so unemotionally invested in the possibility of the Phillies making the playoffs. Not that I don't want it to happen or that I can't, I don't, you know, understand that it could happen, but I just feel so, it feels so hard for me to allow myself to get excited about it, I think is a good way to put it. Um, And it's funny because, like, they're they're squarely in it, you know, as in it as they were the last few years, and it's um, more so at this point in the season, and it's just hard to, to get back in. It's hard to grab back onto this and, and believe because, you know, and last night was, you know, uh, uh, that in a game, in a nutshell, right? They go down 7 nothing, and you're like, yep, 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 that's the Phillies. That's my Phillies. And then they they go off for 17 runs, and it's like, okay, that's my Phillies. You know, it's, it's, uh, it really is quite the dichotomy right now, and it was really quite hard to to, to kind of get a grasp on on. What to believe and what to not believe, and they're three, six, and eight now in uh, in September. Let's dive into last night, then we'll dive into it all. We'll look ahead to the weekend, massive action, and of course, we'll talk about just the purely absurd season that we are seeing in front of our eyes. Um, last night, again, a really fun one. At first, a devastating one, then a fun one. Bullpen game and getting just torched on social media for the bullpen game yet again, and and deservedly so. I mean, it is. I'm generally as a uh you know I'm I'm somewhat a proponent of the idea of bullpen games it's just not the execution of the bullpen game that we see I mean when the Rays do bullpen games they work because it's all about matchups and it's about long guys and it's about like it's not just when the Phillies do a bullpen game it's like all right this guy for an inning that guy for an inning this guy for two innings like the Rays have guys who go four innings the guys have guys who go three innings or whatever and they like mix and match I mean um, regardless, um, Phillies just don't execute bullpen games well. They end up winning, but Cam Bedrosian in an inning and a third really looked good to start off, but then it fell apart. Matt Moore gives up two. J.D. Hammer gives up five runs as the Cubs just pour it on in the top of the third inning, leave the inning seven to nothing. Little did we know that come the bottom of the fourth, the Phillies would get it all Back, Andrew McCutcheon, RBI double. Matt Joyce, bases loaded walk. O'Double, RBI single. Segura, RBI ground out. Romuto, RBI single, and we're tied at seven. And really, um, again, so unexpected that they were able to tie this back up. We head to the six. Bryce, who, who else would break the tie? Bryce rips a double to left, uh, makes it 8-7. A DD single makes it 10-7. A home for the Cubs makes it 10 8 in the bottom, uh, top, top of the seventh, but then we get to the bottom and the Phillies just pour it on. An RBI double, two run double from O'Double, then a three run blast for Bryce Harper makes it 15 8, then a two run RBI single. The next inning for Gene Segura makes it 17 8. 
The Phillies just poured on Harper's 33rd home run of the season. I mean, I know we talked about it yesterday. I know we talk about it every day. But again, Harper goes three for four with two walks last night. Three for four with two walks. So in six plate appearances, he got on base five times. He had a home run. We had three. He had three runs scored, two RBIs. Bryce Harper's slash line on the season. He's batting 314. 314. His on base percentage is 428. Whew. 43% of the time, essentially, 43% of the time that Bryce Harper has stepped to the plate this season, he's gotten on base. Think about that. That is pure insanity. 43% of the time. Wow. I mean, just wow. 428 on base and a 627 slugging percentage. That is a 1055 OPS. I mean, I'm. it's... There are no words anymore for what this guy's doing. I mean... I was, you know, before you know, talking about the MVP being like, oh, you know, he's. I think he's the winner, and and it matter and stuff, and and it it. But they got to make the playoffs if he's going to get this. I don't think they do anymore. I think he's just the MVP. I don't even think it matters. I mean, I know Tatis has thirty nine home runs, but this guy has a ten fifty five OPS. Like it's like fifty points better. It is just bananas. It's bananas what Bryce Harper is doing. Again, 315, 428, 627. That is silly. That is a silly stat line from this guy. Just what a season this guy's having. Like, what an absurd, ridiculous, unbelievable, all-time great season for a Philadelphia Philly we are seeing from Bryce Harper. I, I just, I know we talked about it a lot yesterday, but I, I just... It is the biggest shame of this season if they don't make the playoffs that, that this Bryce Harper season was not a, a playoff team season. And look, they could still get there, especially because he's just carrying them. He is just strapping them onto his back like a backpack and running around with them on his back. It is, it's it's bananas. I, again, I know I said that word already, but it's the word. It's bananas what this guy's doing. A 10.55 OPS. He's batting 314. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Uh, it's just... It's been so impressive. It's been such a joy to watch this guy play baseball this season. And, you know, I want him to make the playoffs for him as much as for anything. As that guy is just, he deserves it. I mean, he deserves it. He has been so brilliant this season. Uh, anyway, big win for the Phils. They get contributions all around. Obviously, you score 17 runs, you're going to get them. But Odubel had a nice night, two for five, three RBI, two runs. Gene, up to 298, a three for six night with three runs, three RBI. Um, really, those top three guys carry the lineup. Um, you know, JT goes one for four, but a nice big hit. Couple RBI, two for four from Kutch. Didi goes one for five, not surprising, but two for four from Kutch scores a couple runs, knocks in a couple. Freddie, uh, RBI hit or run scoring hit. Matt Vierling goes two for three, um, coming in. So you know, they got hits. They scored runs. The Phillies end the game with sixteen hits, seventeen runs, six walks. Uh, just a great offensive showing, and again, it really it comes back to Harper. Those top three in the lineup carried them, and uh, obviously Harper and Segura when those two guys are going.
you see what the lineup can be. Um, nice win. Nice win because they were down 7 nothing and just got it back immediately and won the game. It was, it, again, I, it really was a nice win. It really was a nice win. Again, it also, you know, it doesn't mean that much until they, you know, go out and, you know, get back in this race here. But 74 and 72 on the season. They are heading into a series with the Mets this weekend. They are three back from Atlanta in the division. The Mets are two and a half back at the Phillies. The Mets essentially buried. And the Phillies have a chance to end the Mets season here. So that would be, that'd be nice. No, no argument there. And, uh, just a massive weekend. We'll get to, we'll get to the Braves heading out West and, uh, the Phillies with a massive, massive series in New York this weekend. We'll get to that in a minute coming up. A couple other things quickly before we look ahead, um, to what's going on this weekend. Uh, quick, just got to mention, um, Dita Gregorius obviously has been just a disaster this season. Really just a massive disappointment this season. Um, as Didi has played such a big role in this team's struggles this year. And again, if you're pointing at guys who um, are the biggest reason this team is uh, is where they are, Didi is a big reason. He's right there, right after Nolan and Alec Bohm. He's right there. Uh, Didi, 217, 275, 375 on the season. Pretty amazing. His slugging percentage is lower than Bryce Harper's on base percentage. So that's good. Um Price Harper almost has a higher average than Didi does on base percentage. How about that one? That's a fun one, too. Um, so whatever, people have bad seasons up, but the fact that Didi Gregorius, and I'll, I'll read straight from Matt Breen's article, um, the fact that this is his excuse, uh, from Matt Breen's article, Philly shortstop Didi Gregorius blames the worst season of his career on an elbow condition that he says developed after he was vaccinated for COVID-19. He claims the shots caused him to develop pseudogoat, a form of arthritis characterized by sudden painful swelling in his right elbow, which debilitated his performance. He said, some people say it's from the vaccine. I will say it's likely from that, too. We were always told the inquirer. But when you say that, everyone looks at you like you're stupid because the vaccine is not supposed to be like that or give you that reaction. You know, Breen goes on to refute uh, Didi's claims. Paul Orfit, a, a vaccine expert at, at CHOP. Um, ever heard of it? Um, said uh, that uh, vaccines do not cause that. Uh, they could theoretically cause it. Uh, he says it has nothing to do with the vaccine. He says it is possible the vaccine could cause a flare of pseudogroat if DDR already had it and didn't know about it. However, the flare would only last a few days and uh, a few months doesn't make any sense. Didi, you man up, dude. Are you kidding me? Are you, You're blaming the vaccine for you sucking this year? It might be the worst excuse I've ever heard in my history of watching sports. What a loser. You're a loser, Didi. I love him, too. I think he's a great guy. I'm such a fan of his as a person. Like, the attitude, the smiles. But this right here is about as weak as it gets. Tissue paper soft weakness here. You're blaming the vaccine for a crappy season? Like, man up, dude. You stunk. You stunk this year. You aren't worth... One quarter, one-tenth of the money you're making. And to blame it on a vaccine is just friggin' weak, man. Like, that is so weak. What a loser. And it's a loser thing to say. That's how I feel. You're like, you're a loser, Didi. I can't wait till you're gone. I'm, I'm serious. I like Didi. I liked him. Like, I'm all in on him as a person all that. But, like, man, like, out on him right now. Strong out. After the season I just watched, I had the... the, the 
I don't, I don't curse on here, but the bleep season we just saw from Didi for him to come out and say that, like, what a loser. That's my, my official statement on Didi Gregorius. What a loser. Can't wait till you're gone, buddy. I mean, what a, what a, ah, uh, own up to it. Say you suck this year. Say you hit like a, a little leaguer of place in that position. Blame the vaccine? It's so weak. Oh, it's just so embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed as a Phillies fan that this guy on my team said that. It's embarrassing. Like, oh my God. I, I can't even. Just take it on the chin, dude. Take it on the chin. I know that they owe him $14 million next year. Like, I am just praying they can find a way to get rid of this guy. What, I, is there anyone you feel less confident in when they step to the plate? Anybody? I mean, in the history of baseball? No, I'm kidding. But it, right now, honestly, like, there's no one I feel less confident in. Alec Bohm was a better hitter when he was here. He's back 217. And he doesn't even have power. He stinks. He has stunk this year. And this is just... Super disappointing from Didi. Very, very disappointed that he would, you know, just try and find excuses to that level, to that level where he's going to claim it's that. Just weak, man. Comes off as as super weak to me. Super losery. So it's a shame. And look, I mean, from a baseball perspective, just a disastrous contract next year. The fact that you got to pay this guy $14 million next year, $14.5 million, I mean, it's, you might as well just set the money on fire. And it is such a shame, too, when you look at, and don't get me wrong, I think there's a very good chance he's not here somehow. I don't know how they could figure that out, but if they could, you know, get rid of him and pay the majority of the salary or something, if they, you know, you know, I don't know. But I I don't think it's a lock he's here, but regardless, you know, they're certainly paying him. And it's just such a shame when you think about, hey, how many unbelievable free agents are on the market this offseason? Obviously, it's a classic shortstop free agent year, but also um, the fact that there were guys last year, like Marcus Semien signed a one-year 18, and I know 18 is more than 14. And the Phillies didn't want to go against the tax and all that, but but a one-year $18 million deal. Do you know how good Marcus semien has been in Toronto? Do you? Even if any, you know, here, I don't normally pull up stats or whatever on the pod, but let's do it. I'm going to look it up right now as we're going. Marcus Semyon, his year in Toronto. I'm going to tell you, it's slightly better than Didi Gregorius's. I know Didi's having such a, a magical one, but... Uh, all right, Marcus Semyon, this season for the Toronto Blue Jays. Shortstop, has played very good shortstop. So Didi is batting 217 with, I believe, 11 homers without having in front of me. Um, and a OPS, hold on, let, let's make sure we have the numbers right. It was 275. God, it's so bad. Just epically bad. All right, so let's get our let's get our numbers right here. All right, so Didi's OPS. Didi's, just, just for comparison's sake, so Didi has 10 home runs. His OPS, so he's got a 275 on base and a 375 slugging. So his OPS is a robust 650. Okay, so keep these numbers in your head. 217. 650 with 10 home runs. Okay, 217, 650, 10 home runs. Marcus Semyon, 270, 882, 39 home runs. 39. Marcus Semyon is tied for the fourth most home runs in the American League. No big. 
882 OPS as opposed to DD 650. Oh, and oh, by the way, he's played great defense too. That's the thing. Like, we talk so much, and rightfully so, about the disaster that Didi has been offensively, and he has been, but we don't talk nearly enough. Or we do. I mean, we do, actually. I don't know why I'm, all season we have, but again, in terms of, like, this discussion right now, he's a disaster defensively, too, and last night, another one, just like, he stinks defensively. Didi stinks. He is a bad, bad, bad defensive shortstop right now. What a disaster. I mean, it... <laughs> And, you know, look, he's only 31 or maybe he could turn around or whatever. But, like, I don't remember having $14.5 million on the books for, for a shortstop going into the season just being like, wow, this is just flush money down the drain. It's done. Not great. Not great. So, anyway, I, I just uh, I had to call that out. I thought it was a, such a loser statement from Didi. And I'm bummed he's here for next year. All right, big weekend. Big weekend. Phillies back at it this weekend. Uh, just a massive weekend. Let's look at the schedules all around. The uh, Everyone in contention for these things at the moment. So Phillies-Mets, obviously, will be playing each other. Phillies do a great job, as we talked about, setting up the rotation. That is huge. As uh, They will have Zach Wheeler tonight against Taiwan Walker. That's a fun one. Then tomorrow night, Aaron Nola against Carlos Carrasco. And then on Sunday, Kyle Gibson against... Rich Hill, so that is a fantastic matchup. It's you know you want Suarez in this one for the Phils, but you take it, you take what we can get. Um, you know this is the the best versus the best. I mean this is good, not quite you know, but um, this is a legit series. Uh, you mean best pitchers? I'm talking about not teams, obviously. It's the Mets and the Phillies. Ha, what a joke. Um, but um, that should be a fun series, and it's crucial because then we let's look at the others. So the Braves, we know. Head out west for a massive run of baseball here. That if the Phillies are going to make it happen, it happens now. As they are in San Francisco tonight, they have three in San Francisco. They have Ian Anderson, Charlie Morton, and Max Freed going. So they do have some pitching advantages there, though they are going against Logan Webb tonight, who's been unreal. I mean, dude's been so good. But um, big one. That's a big series. And then it's the Diamondbacks after that. But so just for this weekend, Phillies, Mets in New York. Braves Giants in San Francisco. Okay, so that's some real deal stuff there. The Reds, who are a game and a half ahead of the Phillies in the wild card. They are home versus the Dodgers this weekend. So, you know, no no guarantees there. You like to see that. The Padres, who, again, have the toughest schedule by far of any of these teams, as we've talked about, are in St. Louis this week. So the first place in the wild card, St. Louis, and the second place uh, in the wild card, Padres, fighting each other. They're asking back. That is a fascinating, awesome series this weekend. And um, good and bad, you know, it does. They face each other, so you can't game games on both. But in a situation with the Phillies room with, you know, 16 left to play, and you have to leapfrog three teams, that's fine. Let one of them leapfrog them when you can. You know, leapfrog one of them. Ideally, it's a two of three. Someone takes two or three. Ideally, the Padres buy now. You want the Padres. I think rooting for the Padres is a smart move. Is again, we've talked about it, but just to, to hammer home for those who maybe miss it, the Padres schedule the rest of the way um, is they have three against the wild card leader St. Louis in St. Louis this weekend. Then they go home for three against San Francisco, three against Atlanta, three in LA versus the Dodgers, then three more in San Francisco. Um, I mean, it's just a super tough stretch of baseball. You know, that's really tough. So I think rooting for the Padres against the Cardinals, especially with the Cardinals out front, probably the smart move 
this weekend because it's a little bit tougher for the Padres after that. Says my official stance. We're rooting for the Padres this weekend. Um, and then obviously rooting for the Dodgers and rooting for the Giants. Not too bad, huh? Not too bad to have the teams that we need to win games this weekend be the Dodgers and the Giants. I will certainly take that. It does not seem to happen enough where things break our way at that type of level where it's like, let's go Giants, let's go Dodgers, let's go Padres, let's go Phillies. Yes, please. Give me more of this. Um, Look, they're in it. Uh, It's been up and down. A weird year that, that has had some real peaks and some real valleys. But right now, September 17th, 16 to play. Three back in the division, two and a half back in the wild card. In it. Again, I don't think they get over the hump, but these games matter. And that's um, it's pretty exciting. And I'm excited to watch them. And, and again, just a massive weekend in New York against the Mets. This and that Brave series, the two series that they really have left that are you know not against the worst teams in baseball. So you got to take advantage. Got to. Should be a massive one. Really, really psyched tonight. And Wheeler's on the hill, which is huge. Get off to a good start here. Get rolling. Maybe the Braves lose a little bit out west. So big. I can't believe they're in it. It doesn't feel like it, but they are. And after the weekend, maybe they'll be more in it. We can get even more excited either way. We'll find out. So everyone have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back on Monday. So thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t